Tonight, we press play on the past year and unpack 2021 from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Good evening. Thank you for joining us for our final show of the season. As we look back on 2021 from the cheap seats. Maldrasina and Titus O'Reilly are here. Plus, friend of the show, Natasha Exelby joins us live at the desk. Look, we're here to look back on the last 12 months and name our very first... Person of the Year. Exactly. And our first nominee is... Glennis Morris is still full of life at 82 years old, but not according to the New South Wales government. Birth, deaths and marriages are saying I'm dead. <laughs> I'd also like to nominate the bass player in there. Well. Well, can I nominate Mel, one of my heroes, former Wagga snake catcher Tony Davis? I've been in hospital three times with a brown snake. I was bitten by an inland taipan snake, and it unfortunately killed me. As I'm sure I that. Not according to birth, deaths, and marriages. He could still be dead. But to the big health story of the year. It was a cow wandering around Bunbury today, raising awareness for mental health. <laughs> story. I love that, that you, you see a cow on the street and you go, maybe I do need therapy. <laughs> that is the wrong health story. We're, of course, talking about the big health story of the year. Victoria's COVID outbreak. Sydney's COVID outbreak. Queensland's COVID outbreak. Adelaide's fruit fly outbreak. <laughs> of course, we're talking about the COVID outbreak across the country. Breakfast TV had all the angles, but not all the microphones. Our team of reporters had the latest developments right across the country, <laughs> beginning with Sydney. Look, we were all glued to the TV to watch the daily COVID press conferences. Going to get up um, possibly early for... and Actually, is that him there now? We'll t go there now. Good morning, Queensland. Uh, we've just finished our morning uh, COVID briefing with the Premier. Amazing. Look, the daily press conferences comprise the premiers, the chief health officers. Who else? That's as far as we need to go at the present time. But look, we... Ah, Andrew, hello. <laughs> it's good to see you here. Who could forget Andrew? In the Northern Territory, they were run by Chief Minister Kermit. Once again, this is what a lockdown means. If you live in these areas, you must stay home. <laughs> And, and getting the count from Sesame Street to do the daily COVID stats was a lovely touch. <laughs> 232. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, Queensland this year were led by their Chief Health Officer, Dr Jeanette Young. Um, I do have that authority under the Public Health Act. Yes, I can make those decisions. But after 4pm. After 4pm. <laughs> she was the after-hours Chief Health Officer. Still, no-one brought more emotion to these press conferences than Tasmania's Dr Scott McEwen. We will declare from midnight tonight the regional area of New South Wales. <laughs> As a high-risk area. <laughs> He, need, he needs a support cow. He needs a support cow. 
Still, no one gave us more information at these press briefings than my favourite Chief Health Officer, Dr Nicola Spurrier. People might know my husband has a, a physiotherapy practice. He's not over 60. Uh, he's in the younger age group and uh, uh, he, I'm just so uh, pleased. I remember last year taking my dog to the vet and being out in the car park. A very nice dog. It's also pregnant at the moment. I actually um, uh, have a text message from my beautician. I just started some dancing classes. I can swim. I haven't ever been a truck driver. Wonderful. Wonderful information. Thank you, Nicola. Oh, I'm getting flashbacks to a Tinder date. <laughs> Still, at least she gave us information. Well, was there a cluster that he was connected to? Um, I'll ask Dr McAnulty that. I'm not sure about that. Dr McAnulty, do you know the answer to that? I know it. Well, I've asked, but he doesn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> stage, Health Minister Greg Hunt just decided to ask his own questions. Have we done it before? Yes. Can we do it again? Yes. <laughs> do I believe in just the extraordinary uh, okay. community spirit of Australians and how they're coming forward to be vaccinated? Yes. So do I have hope? <laughs> I absolutely do. Minister, we appreciate your time. <laughs> <laughs> and your questions. Did we really appreciate your time? No. no. <laughs> but there were three main takeaways from the COVID press conferences. Uh, we... we... I'm not sure whether um, I didn't hear the last bit of that. Look, the main message this year, get vaccinated. There is more vaccine available, whether it's Moderna, Pfizer or AstraZeneca, you know, choose your poison, but... <laughs> Maybe choose your words more carefully. Across the country, millions of Aussies turned up at vaccine clinics. The Moderna vaccine is TGA approved and is famously backed by singer Dolly Parton. <laughs> Her poison. <laughs> she's, she's double D-vaxxed, so you've got to be safe. You've got to be safe. Look, on the Gold Coast, there's only one story more important than vaccination. More than 8.5 million vaccines have been administered across the country. A blazing portaloo puzzled motorists. <laughs> My favourite movie world ride. So. But across the country, many were out protesting vaccines and vaccine mandates. I am so, so disappointed in Australia. After travelling three hours to a truck protest, no one showed up to. You having comedy festival flashbacks? Uh, many can understand the anger. But I can understand the anger of the people. Because I'm angry. I'm angry every single f***ing day. And when Maggie Beer gets angry, you've just got to watch it. You should have seen how angry she was when she was declared dead. Oh, so. wow. That can be hard to take. Uh, I think Tasmanian Premier Peter Gutwine summed it up best. We can look at that and take a glass half full approach, or we can look at that and take a glass half full. <laughs> However you want to look at that. <laughs> These optimism mandates are just ridiculous. But with states in lockdown, police were left patrolling the tough border walls dividing the nation. At the border, the barriers were brought in. There were ways around them. <laughs> Maybe not the toughest. As restrictions eased across the country, people got back to the hairdresser and beautician. Um, I've been chatting to some really beautiful Melburnians this morning. Abby, come over here and join me and show Australia those brows. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
really want to see is a Dell interview now. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, Mel. Matt Doran's copped a bit of flack this week for that interview. Which is odd because his interviews are always so well researched. Mm. Like this one with English Channel record breaker Chloe McArdle. Just looking at the sign there, um, Chloe, it was pretty unimpressive that, uh, that little white sign <laughs> they'd made up for you. Can they arrange something a bit bigger when you officially break the record? I actually made that white sign myself. Another <laughs> <laughs> well-prepared interview. Chloe, Chloe's album is worth a listen. It is fantastic. <laughs> With another year of remote learning, I felt for the kids that were stuck at home, especially Victorian opposition leader Matthew Guy's son. School's out, the boss is at work. What are you doing today? Writing to my local upper house MP. <laughs> Look, after months of lockdown, I think Sky's Graham Richardson summed it up best. The lockdowns are, are not working. And you know something? It's a pretty old lesson. If it's not working, do something else. <laughs> <laughs> Richo, you are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we love That's what I love about him. <laughs> oh, I wish we had Alan in our audience sometimes. <laughs> Richo didn't even need to say anything for Alan to lose it. Richo, the occupant, good evening to you, my friend. <laughs> Look at him. Good evening, sir. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, the advice remains. Wear a mask. Good afternoon. <laughs> and if you have symptoms, get tested. Not everyone waiting needs to be here. Do you feel sick? Nope. Haven't been to any locations of interest? Nope. You don't need to get tested. Nope. So why are you here? <laughs> well, stick around as we celebrate the stories we didn't get to this year that are still to come. Still to come in 7 News, a message from beyond the grave. Bobcatter's call to arm teenage boys. How well do you know your dog? Have you changed your toilet door handle technique? We've been checking out your search history. The monk caught shopping at Sexy Lab. Celibacy. Alien spacecraft. Myrtle the turtle. Is it wrong to want to dress up like your dog? How far can you take your car once the fuel light comes on? And the astonishing ongoing debate of how much meth is too much. <laughs> Season finale as we look back on 2021 from the cheap seats. Hard to beat this welcome back from Irish TV. And you're very welcome back. Now, author Seamus O'Reilly was just five years old when he and his ten siblings... Ten siblings? ...sadly lost their mum. <laughs> <laughs> According to Ireland's birth, deaths and marriages. Where can we move on? Look, we're unpacking the big stories this season and awarding our 2021 Person of the Year. And it's time for another nominee, the boy who was left behind by the bus. Hello. Oh, I've got lift and holder. Bus driver just left me here. Oh, you're kidding me, Jordan. Why? Taking a dump. <laughs> Taking a dump, one of our People of the Year. <laughs> the New Zealand poo jogger. So, it's great to see him. One of the big stories from the year, Mel, the resignation of New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian. Channel 7 got close to the action. We're looking at a, a live shot of what we understand. This was the, the protection vehicle that the Premier uses in New South Wales. We're not entirely sure that she was in that, but certainly someone went into the home. Um, <laughs> that's just mm. by the by at the moment. It's part of our rolling coverage. But it's an interesting point. Interesting point. <laughs> it's really interesting. This I, think, I think Gladys was taking a dump. Oh, yeah. I think that's where she was. <laughs> this year, Melbourne was hit by a major earthquake and it almost interrupted a live racing show. Our building is literally shaking. Uh, Matt, uh, 
this is frightening, to be honest, because it's lasting a long time. But uh, it's $6.50 at the moment. It's got to dance a lot. He even managed to fit in a gamble responsibly before the roof caved in. It was amazing. <laughs> it's always good to be prepared for a disaster. This disaster simulation exercise in the Northern Territory was treated very seriously by the participants. Some taking their acting debut more seriously than others. Big laceration in my right thigh. Can we ask you a quick question? <laughs> I think that was Gladys at ICAC, I believe. <laughs> Look, 2021 was another year of action on climate change, Mel, with COP26 in Glasgow and climate protests closer to home. Frustrated motorists had seen enough. So how frustrated are you at this? Well, you can tell from the look on my face. <laughs> I guess so. To the US, where COVID continued to surge. Here's our correspondent in Washington, Greg Janet. Last week, it's jumped from 15,000 to 26,000 new cases a day. Now, this does represent... <laughs> yeah. Apologies for that. <laughs> oh, I love it. And you're still more prepared than Matt Doran. So, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? As the world prepares to open up, flight attendants in the US were trained to deal with unruly passengers. Flight attendants are training to hit elbow and gouge simulated aggressive passengers. It's sad that it needs to happen. We <laughs> Look, in the US, there was heated debate about mask mandates in schools. Mind you, not everyone could make it to the debates. I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. <laughs> Phil McCracken? <laughs> Ophelia McHawk. <laughs> Ophelia McHawk. Eileen Dover. Well, you know that Don Kidek was also not <laughs> To the big story out of the UK and the sad passing of Prince Philip. Everyone was lost for words. Especially Richard Wilkins. As we come back to you, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has just spoken on the death of Prince Philip. Look, it ends the, the love story between the Queen and Prince Philip. It's a beautiful story until you hear the last words. Princess Elizabeth became absolutely smitten with, with her sort of dashing blonde third cousin. <laughs> It after two, but it doesn't stop the planning for the Queen's 70 years on the throne. As part of her Platinum Jubilee celebrations next year. Well, Lee Milner is out South End for us now, and this will be glad news. Yes, this is huge news, not only for South End, but for Essex as a whole, but for the whole of Essex. Yes, this is huge news, not only. Yes, this is huge news. <laughs> huge news. <laughs> the UK battled severe shortages of lorry drivers and they came up with an interesting idea to solve it using prisoners as truck drivers. Convicts are helping with the HGV crisis. Behind the wheel was Dean. He's on day release from jail working in haulage. His offence was importing drugs involving a lorry. <laughs> the person I'd pick. Well, look, no need to worry down under Mel because Christmas is set thanks to our very good friends at Aldi.
That is exactly right. That is right. Tonight we're brought to you by Aldi, helping you go for it this Chrissy, because you can't overcook Christmas. Mm. I've been to lunch at your place and I reckon you could give it a go. <laughs> I've never invited you to my place. <laughs> it's great to have Aldi on board. We're big fans of Aldi and lovely of them to come on board on our last show of yeah. the season. What a vote of confidence. No commitments. We love it. Do <laughs> I come for Christmas this year? <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> Look, it's great because back home in New Zealand there are Christmas concerns. Global supply chain issues could also mean Santa's sack is a lot lighter this year. <laughs> right, you've, had a bit of, you've had a bit of fun with this this year, Mel, so we've put together some of Mel's favourite stories. A New South Wales farmer has described hanging on for dear life as a tornado began sucking him out of his house. Sir Richard Branson set to make history, blasting off on a virgin... We all are, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> can't see what those have in common. <laughs> and the Walkley Award goes too. We'll do that later. Look, one acronym that dominated the news cycle this year, AUKUS, a momentous deal that Sky News managed to turn into amateur theatre. What's going to happen with the Australian ones, you know, with the diesel engines in there? Boop, 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 boop. Captain, up periscope, up periscope. What are you looking for? I'm looking for a gas station. There's got to be one around here somewhere. I mean, can you imagine? They must have, the French must have thought, them, thought we were ridiculous. <laughs> Just you three. Uh... <laughs> Slightly less subtle than Richo. <laughs> Richo, you are fantastic. I think it's the jacket. Look, Australia, the UK and the US, we were New Zealand. We're not interested in being part of a deal that involves nuclear submarines. Not that we were asked. Okay. <laughs> But it would have been nice. <laughs> uh, on that note, for the last time this year, it's time to head across the We've, we've just lost Aldi. Um... <laughs> it was a huge year in New Zealand. We had major stories like this. Christchurch City Council is firing its wizard. He had to let go of his staff. I'm not apologising for that. That is good. A Waikato couple is pleased to announce the arrival of a potato as big as a very large baby. Same announcement Mr and Mrs Dutton did on Peter's arrival. <laughs> Nude gardening day. World Pet Obesity Day. A greyhound with methamphetamine in its system. Why would you go anywhere else? Time to talk tomatoes. We're talking about how we sit on the toilet. And possibly the only person to ever be vaccinated on a ride-on mower. Why would you go anywhere else? They're all the major stories in New Zealand. <laughs> Why would you go anywhere yeah. else? Do not go anywhere else. <laughs> Stick it on Channel 10. Look, even the serious stories New Zealand manages to make light. On uh, New York Governor's... Sorry, I'm going to just do that again. One of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's accusers, OK, has spoken publicly for the first time. OK. Accusers. I love that show, Sexual Harassers Make You Laugh Out Loud. Great. Uh, farming protests introduced us to National MP Barbara Kuriger this year, who is out showing support. We're in lockdown, but uh, still the opportunity to support Groundswell. really piss off her neighbours, but she's into farming, we learned, maybe a little too into farming. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the eye contact. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is brilliant.
really, because it's just one change of the eye and it turns sinister. Yeah. Like... Ironically, that cow needs a mental health cow. <laughs> Look, the vaccination efforts in New Zealand stepped up a notch this year with the Vaxathon. How did TVNZ's Wendy Petrie make of it? Many Kiwis got into the spirit of the day, from traditional dances to freestyling, get your jab moves, yeah, show them how to do it, mama. Yeah. <laughs> exactly how I would have described it. <laughs> Look, the country was so divided when restrictions came into play, some were even arguing with themselves. Nation, you can't run a fully functioning business on this sort of up-down, up-down, where are we going? It's... Well, you can. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> and that was... <laughs> Well, this year we've played a lot of clips of journos, reporters and anchors, Mel, and in the process it's safe to say... We've made some enemies. We've made some enemies. So we decided, given it's our last show, to give a few friends of the show a right of reply. Hi, Mel and Tim. Bonjour, bonjour. Hello, Mel and Tim. Hey, Melody. Hey, Tom. Not since British girl group Mel and Kim has there been a team like Mel and Tim. Michael Rowland here on the set of ABC News Breakfast where the seats are... Much cheaper than yours, I can assure you. Not terribly relatable. I mean, my seat's super expensive. Mel, can you tell Tim, if he ever wants a New Zealand sport person back on your guy's show for Series 2, he owes me some sort of trick shot, just so I know he won't muck it up again? You want me to say something nice about cheap seats? Congratulations for your last season. Next, next I always said that making it to the cheap seats really meant we were making it to the big time. Cheers for next year. Keep up the good work. We hope that uh, you go from 20 viewers to, to 40 viewers next year. There, I said it. Can I have my dog back? The local forecast for you is that there's going to be some tears falling over the shit seat, cheap seats. You mocked me this year for not being able to say John Bellala, John Bella, John Bella. Anyway, he quit politics, so we fixed that. I criticised myself and two of my colleagues calling us triplets because we had the same hairstyle. And that's like saying those people with overgrown spiky hair with too much hair wax at the ends look like old water-up-nutty stars. I'd like to give you notice that we're going to be charging a commission from now on. I mean, it's really hard to know sometimes where, the ca where that camera is. Is that the time? Yeah, I'd better go. So I've actually got to watch on, you know what I mean? There's no hard feelings, guys. We, we want to wish you all the best for 2022. <laughs> resident cultural correspondent. It's Mel Tresina! Nice of you to come dressed as an Emmy. We can't all come as Alan Jones, so... Has your Netflix subscription run out? <laughs> I watched it so you don't have to. It's not my proudest moment. <laughs> oh, God. Are you right? <laughs> oh, I just love the show so much. Well, it's been a massive year in the world of arts and entertainment, and with us is the woman who bravely put her hand up to sit on the couch throughout the whole thing. From No Refab, it's Mel Tresina! It was hard. There were moments where I didn't think I'd make it through. Um, and I did go in and come back with less brain cells. But here I am. <laughs> Amazing. What were your highlights of the year, Mel? Um, I could start anywhere. But let's go with one of my favourites from 2021, Survivor. Brains versus Brawn, where we saw the Brawns really outnumber the brains. Karen. 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 <laughs> Crazy. They're all trying to write Dave as well. <laughs> See, this was the trouble with brains versus baristas. It was always going to happen. Our fan favourite Simon didn't end up winning, but it wasn't for the lack of strategic skills. I need to form a bond with Kara. She's the kind of person that has a lot of emotional intelligence. So 
I'm going to choose very carefully and be very strategic about how I approach this. And how old are women when they go through menopause? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's not on, is it? Is that... <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> uh, next up, Beauty and the Geek, a show I love for several reasons. Well, mostly just for moments like this. <laughs> That's fine. Bald people are a vibe. I don't mind bald. You'd rather that than have, like, no hair. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to Love Island. <laughs> We've got to learn what made the beauties tick and really smash stereotypes. My name's Ira and I love makeup, fashion, Oh my god, I forgot my answer. That's right. Wait, makeup, fashion, what was the last one? Instagram? Was it geopolitics? <laughs> no, it goes makeup, fashion, person, woman, cameraman, TV. There's another one in there somewhere. Of course, it wouldn't be a best of without Love Island UK. Here's a quick recap of the show in its entirety. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 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 We saw love blossom. Here's just one of the show's more tender moments. Oh, Chance the boys don't. <laughs> I wonder what about. <laughs> A gentleman always tells. <laughs> and while the islanders failed at almost everything, it was good to see they at least practiced safe sex. We had a good technique. <laughs> Santa's sack was a lot lighter. <laughs> We're out of control. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go. Uh, no sooner had Love Island UK ended that our own version kicked off. Let's get Ryan's take on what the show is all about. We're here to, you know, see who we mesh with, who we don't mesh with, me who we mesh. Oh. <laughs> Speaking from experience, it's hard to talk and look hot at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> A little, little bit too much laughter from the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Two people who didn't quite mesh were Courtney and Aaron, and I'm still wondering why. I'm from Perth. Yeah. I haven't always lived in Perth. I went down south. I don't know if you've ever heard of Margaret River. No. Me and geometry, we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is geography. I don't think she's friends with that either. Of course, this year wouldn't be the same without the block, and who could forget the cheating scandal? Thanks to Channel 9's promo department, no one. <laughs> but this year, it was the experience the contestants were able to bring that really made the series. Yeah, we've got no random experience, but we've been around houses our whole lives. <laughs> yeah. Overqualified, if anything. <laughs> Turning to 10's The Bachelor, where we saw Jimmy choose Holly. Close runner-up was Brooke. I think we all fell in love with her at this moment. Should we put a raspberry in the champagne? Yeah, let's do that. Yes, this is even fancier. Cheers, Brookie. Thank Cheers. you for an amazing night. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is... <laughs> did, it, did it turn you on? No. no. <laughs> Do I look flirty? I'll try it again. <laughs> if anything, people turned off. <laughs> uh, according to many fans, the real star of the show was Jimmy's mum. I'm very spiritual um, and I just feel like it's meant to be. All right. 
this Bachelor highlight with a face reader who we later brought onto the show to savage both Mel and Tim. Uh, Tim and his large laid back ears are still recovering, so I won't mention it. What was that? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> so here she is giving real insight into Jimmy and the Bachelorettes. Both have very deep set eyes. You're more of a like curvature here because you have such a sensitive chin. You both have like the eyelid coming down. So the thing that's like just screaming at me is your two foreheads. <laughs> screaming? <laughs> They're screaming, please stop insulting us. <laughs> stop reading my face. And now to SAS Australia, which proved just why we love seeing celebrities do horrific things for our entertainment, like being interrogated in an ice bath. What were you facing when you sat on the toilet? East. What way are you facing when you sat on the toilets? Backwards. <laughs> Straight to Love Island for you. <laughs> she and geometry are not friends, so I can't, can't go easy. Over on Gogglebox, Anastasia was also watching SAS Australia. They stripped down. Oh, Jesus. Stripped down some more. Kawas Mark Philippus' donga. The Real Housewives of Melbourne returned to Foxtel Media. So many bombshells. Uh, Jackie announced she was pregnant. Anjali walked off the series. And Janet unveiled a third facial expression. <laughs> uh, but I think my favourite moment was when several of the ladies admitted to having had same-sex relationships in the past. Actually, because I've done it. I bought my hairdresser right. home once. You brought your hairdresser home? There are things that you do in life. Sleeping with your hairdresser is not one of them. You shaved your hairdresser? Yes. Jesus, I can't even get an appointment with mine. <laughs> probably because probably you're not sleeping with it. <laughs> but she did get a text from Nicola Spurrier's beautician, so that sort of things out. Uh, back in April, Channel 7 launched a new series of Big Brother, new house, new challenges. I think some of the contestants struggled. In the cave, at the back left corner, under a pot plant, there is a loose piece of carpet. Underneath that, a secret box contains a button. Can you start again? I've already lost the shot. <laughs> start again. Sorry. Go. Channel 9 launched a new series this year called Parental Guidance. It basically highlights the different ways you can raise kids. For example, there's attachment parenting. Are we ready to try this together? <laughs> Take a deep breath. We are about attachment parenting, which means you don't need to push them before they're ready. Push with your toes. Yes, Jaya! <laughs> <laughs> Attached to the steering wheel, maybe. <laughs> it's now known as detached retina parenting, and it's a beautiful style. That clip lives rent-free in my life. <laughs> um, the Masked Singer had a huge year. We saw Anastasia crowned the winner, but without a doubt, my favourite moment from the series was when a giant kebab singing to an enlarged chip somehow brought Danny Minogue to tears. Oh, won't you stay with me? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Emotional for Danny because she now works at Subway. So, we're on some tough memories. Uh, let's talk musicals. Back in October, a new stage show appeared on Netflix called Diana. It's a bio musical and tells the story of Princess Diana. Uh, one review described it as almost as bad as her marriage. <laughs> I loved it. Or as uh, the Queen called it, the feel good musical of the year. <laughs> and why wouldn't you love it with lyrics like this? Darling, I'm holding our son. 
So let me say, jolly well done. <laughs> Danny Minogue was bawling. <laughs> it's just missing a kebab for her. Uh, but nothing comes close to this entrance from Diana's one-time lover, James Hewitt. Here comes James. <laughs> Surname? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> and uh, that's my year in arts and entertainment. On that note, would you please thank Mel Tresina? <laughs> Why would anyone wear something so stupid on television? <laughs> Speaking of your body... My body? Oh. <laughs> HL said I can't say that. Yes. Gee. It's been the best uh, 48 hours of my People life. People often describe your segment as the best 48 hours of this show. So. <laughs> Welcome back. This is 2021 from the Cheap Seats. Yeah, to wrap up a massive year of sport, writer, podcaster and possibly the new captain of the Australian Test cricket team, it's Mr Titus O'Reilly. Titus well, what a year, and sport teaches us so much, doesn't it? I mean, this week we found out that sending a dick pic is no longer a prerequisite of being the Australian cricket captain. <laughs> it can get you sacked from the role. I think it really changed the context of this Tony Armstrong clip. The veteran will be fit for the ashes. Payne has a bulging dick that has been... Disc that has been... That's a funny one. <laughs> it's a legitimate medical condition. Uh, now, sport has also taught us about New Zealand Olympian Hayden Wild this year. He goes into schools and talks. I say to him, you go say that. I used to be short and fat, and, you know, and he was. He was. He was just a comfortable little boy who liked sausages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got this insight into Ariane Titmus's coach, Dean Boxall, from Dawn Fraser. Dean's like that. That's all the emotion coming out. Yep. He's a very emotional guy, fantastic coach, and that's a fantastic pair. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it also taught us, sport this year taught us, that security at sporting events are easier to get around. <laughs> it's just a gentleman. <laughs> I'm an India player, what are you talking about? Look <laughs> at my shirt. <laughs> it's the Jaffo. directing the fielders that yeah. does it for me. <laughs> they reacted quickly. It took us ten weeks to realise you were at our desk. <laughs> Sport also taught us that someone being hit in the wedding tackle is funnier when it happens twice. I looked on a poster. Commentators, this is the very next ball. Oh, absolute nightmare! Absolute nightmare! He's done that to himself. You set ball the same ball. He's bought the same ball. It's a rinse and repeat. This time I gotta laugh at this. <laughs> Still a fantastic pair. Yeah. It is an absolutely oh, fantastic pair. Look, Ash Barty won Wimbledon this year, Titus, mm. and I learned that commentating is hard. <laughs> Let's be honest, I don't know what else to say about this, um, except that... Um, <laughs> there's Gary. There's Gary. <laughs> well said. <laughs> well, interviewing people's hard too. This reporter went out to interview Utah jazz fans, only to interview jazz player Jordan Clarkson by mistake, without knowing who he was. Mike, now just spell your first and last name. Um, spell it. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Oh, uh, 
Uh, did you go to any jazz games? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Just a couple. <laughs> Uh, and then we also saw Jonathan Thurston learn how to use a microphone in real time. Premiership winning co-captain with me, Isaiah Yo. It looks like relief from you, mate. How about mate? Paid one million dollars for that interview as well. I stuffed it. Uh, well, live crosses are always hard, especially when this happens in the middle of them. With some of the of the more first choice players and maybe some of the younger players who've not featured quite so much, uh, we're just going to pan across there, Joe, because there's a th this is quite a big incident that's happening live that's just been pointed out to me. That is the gantry. Uh, uh, a post interview, uh, post match interview is even harder if you're going through puberty at the time. And it's another. The Catty 1-2, just as it was last weekend in Aragon. He's uh, really fast around here, but um, I felt good all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the memories that brings back. Uh, Post-match interview is also hard when the question you get is not about the game at all. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favourite Halloween candy game? Candy corn. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Uh, gummy bears for sure. They used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. There's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall. You know, they have those nerds clusters, which is new. The gummy. Yeah, which is good. I, just looking at the score on there, it was 45 to 6. I get the feeling I know which one he coached. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I love that there's still candy innovation out there. Yeah. <laughs> Look, after Penrith's win in the NRL Grand Final, Titus, I learned that there's a fine line between reporter and coup leader. We'll watch the match as a club and then we'll party hard and we will not go to sleep that night. Does that sound like a plan? <laughs> <laughs> Tyrus, <laughs> have you got one more clip for us? I know you've got a Mafia hit to get to. So, so, have you got one more clip from 2021? Oh, uh, yeah, I've done the hit. Uh, <laughs> I've just added another person to my list. Uh, well, perhaps the most important lesson sport taught us this year is that no matter the issue, Carl always asks the most insightful questions. What? Uh, just one question, Josh, before we go. Um, why did gay men have such bloody great hair? <laughs> That's how we found out Tim is straight. <laughs> and on that note, would you please thank Titus O'Reilly! line between guests and just auditioning to be the co-host. Just look at the watch you don't have on. Uh, <laughs> I'm too busy spreading my legs, mate. <laughs> I guess candy chooses. Kiss McGee. Mr Tony Martin. Turns out he'd been fighting a balloon for the last two years. A little jelly wrestling, potentially. <laughs> Swinging their dicks. <laughs> Red eye HR policy. <laughs> Sorry, his accent's really what? strong. I don't have forehead screaming at me. Roger Thompson! There's no need to be a prick right now. <laughs> Welcome back as we look back on 20.
2021 from the Cheap Seats. And a big thank you to all the guests who joined us this year. Tash X will be a standing by who was TEN's Olympics correspondent and our first ever guest. She's here to take us through an Olympics that had everyone excited. There's a general excitement amongst the people of Tokyo that the Games are here. <laughs> Loved the opening it ceremony. Was it was, it was stunning. Amazing. No one was more excited about the Olympics than Koshi. Exciting the day of an opening ceremony, isn't it? Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about Keith Urban. We have a new desk. <laughs> A new desk. <laughs> Look, of course, Channel 7 had the right smell. Not that they were getting carried away. Brits has sport and Tokyo has turned it on. Yeah, very much so, Nat. They built a wall and got Studio 10 to pay for it. It was a wonderful <laughs> touch this year. Look, so many incredible performances in Tokyo. Ariane Titmus, Emma McKeon, Jess Fox. But there was one name we couldn't forget. Rowan Browning. Rowan Browning. I bet they know who Rowan Blake is now. <laughs> yeah, Rowan Browning, right? <laughs> That's the one. She had a $1 million interview with Rowan Browning as well. <laughs> so. one job. But who better to take us through Tokyo than our next guest? She's a reporter who brought us so many incredible moments in 2021. What can I say? You were right, I was wrong. <laughs> I've got a small bathtub here. Spitting into a tube. I will be wearing pants when I leave the hotel today. <laughs> Would you please welcome reporter, friend of the show and our first ever guest, Natasha Exelberg. <laughs> Cash, thank you so much for joining us. The Tokyo Olympics, biggest event of the year. You were there on the ground. What was it like? Ah, well, hello, Tim. <laughs> um, you look wonderful, Mel. Thank you. You tried your best, Tim. Cash, Cash, two words. Yep. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't, I bet. No, the Olympics was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. I went there thinking I might not even report on any sport at all because of COVID, and we did, and it was it was just such a delight to report on some joyous, happy news. So, yeah, I loved it. We should just say from the top that you were the first yeah. guest on our show. Yes. Um, you <laughs> called me a prick. Yep, yeah, I did. And then I thought about it some more, and I thought, yeah, no, that was bang on. <laughs> um, and then I thought... A little more, and I was like, you know what? On Studio Ten, we do twenty hours of live television every week. Really? Because it feels like forty. <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it does feel longer. Well, whether it's twenty, forty, or ten, it's more than you've done in your entire career, isn't it? <laughs> that is true. He's Just... done forty hours of valet driving. <laughs> <laughs> I have an orchestra to conduct. Right? Just... Back to Tokyo, back to yes. the Olympics. You, you were there. So many incredible Aussie moments. Did you have a highlight? Um, I mean... Some great New Zealand moments, eh? Yes. <laughs> you, know, you guys did very well. And then you had Ruby Tui on the show and she was also unnice to you, okay. which pleased me greatly. <laughs> we're picking up um... a theme here. <laughs> no, it, it was wonderful. It, it, you know... Um, it's just been such a tough time for everyone for the last two years, right? And seeing our sports athletes, the way that they performed and them being so grateful. Japan as a country, the way that they made that happen. If you haven't been to Japan, go there when you can. Like, what a glorious bunch of people. So many highlights. That's like asking to pick who your favourite child is, you know. We're, we're just asking for one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, knew, I, I knew you were a sport expert when you said sport athletes. <laughs> <laughs> My highlight from Tokyo 20 would have to be Japan. <laughs>
obviously, some great athletic performances. We mentioned a few names off the top. Jess Fox, Ariane Titmus, Emma yes. McKeon. Was there an athlete that stood out to you? Um, Patty Mills, I thought, was spectacular. And finally, you know, getting a medal in the basketball um, on and off the court, what he is doing for First Nations people, like, outstanding. Like, you are the man, Patty Mills. <laughs> See, that's what a compliment sounds like to him. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I haven't heard any from this end uh, all season. Um, so many incredible stories out of the games. I think you spoke about a couple of them last time you were on. Did you have a favourite story from the games? <sighs> a favourite story from the games? <laughs> I love <laughs> We asked you to be on this show, like, two weeks ago, and whenever we ask you a question, you're like, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> and also the whole speech about how you've done 40 hours of live TV. I mean, we ask you one question. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I've already called you a prick, but I'm very close to calling you a bitch. Polly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's let's get things back on track. Okay. Back to a positive note. Obviously, the Olympics in Tokyo, a huge success. Japan was your highlight, as you mentioned. But yes. the big news this year, Brisbane will host the 2032 Games. Yes. How excited are you for that? Look, I think it's... I mean, Anastasia Palaszczuk, she, she hasn't been my favourite person this year, right? Because she won't let me go home to see my family, but now she's going to. And so now, Anastasia, I have nothing but love for you. You've done a wonderful <laughs> job. Thank you. Um, I think that the Olympics is going to be a great success under your watch. How long have you been the ambassador? <laughs> um, and Tash, just, just finally, it's our last show of the yes. year. We've loved having you a part of the, the, the Cheap Seats family. What yes. are you most looking forward to next year? Um, what am I most looking forward to next year? Goodness, getting through this year. I, I hope I can come on your show again. Hey, hey. Uh, on well. that note, <laughs> <laughs> would you please give a huge thank you to friend of the show, Tash Exelby. From the cheap seats. And Mel, apparently you've got an exciting announcement. Uh, I'm pregnant. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm don't, don't, don't cut to me when you play that. <laughs> no, no, I'm going on tour. I'm doing a stand-up comedy tour all around Australia. So get your tickets. Um, do you have any announcements, Tim? Moving on. <laughs> Look, we're almost done for the year of Cheap Seats, Mel, so it's time to set our out-of-office message. And I think we should take inspiration from this manager of a Movie Max in New Zealand. Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Max Digital Cinemas Timaru. We are currently closed until... Ah, fuck you. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Max Digital Cinemas Timaru. We are currently closed until level two. You can see more... No. <laughs> but look, you can always get in touch with us on our socials below. A big thank you to everyone who got in touch with us in 2021. Thank you for all your messages, your feedback from the artwork. I've been hit on the head. <laughs> <laughs> to the Lego. To the person who saw our show and immediately decided to sell their TV. <laughs> thank you for all your feedback. Well, it's been a huge year for graphics departments. Mm. From the Tour de France... Many people only dream. It's a test of the highest magnitude. It's where men with dreams become legends. <laughs> it's where students with Microsoft Paint become graphic designers. <laughs> to the New Zealand supermarkets. Some shopping news now. Who doesn't love a bargain? But are supermarket specials really special? But how could we forget our roots, the best graphics of all, the intro to TVNZ's regional roundup, Pacific Update. <laughs>
Welcome to Pacific Update, our <laughs> weekly news roundup for the region. It was a sad loss. Pacific Update left with lockdown. They had to lay off seven drummers. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they're back in 2022. Look, this may be our last show, Mel, but I've found a show you can catch up on in the meantime. What's that's right, our favourite show. We've been binging it all year. What's on in the warehouse? Look, we probably don't realise it, Tim, but what's on in the warehouse is so important for our physical and mental well-being. You're so right, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what's on in the warehouse has got it all, from shock twists... As you can see from the beautiful bright colours we're sporting on our lips today, it's time to talk about women's mental health. <laughs> well, I did not see that coming. The same colour that cow was wearing. So <laughs> the one rule of what's on in the warehouse, agree with everything, even if it's embarrassing. Because we all know that diarrhoea can strike at any time. Oh yeah, it certainly can. <laughs> <laughs> certainly has. Look, we were there for their first ever disagreement. Alex, I'm very excited about the new day and night beauty regime. Ooh, are they creams? No, they're tablets. They're tablets, <laughs> Alex. Don't guess. <laughs> I think Alex was asking too many questions. Wow, that's amazing. What's in it? Bugger off. <laughs> but look, I don't think anything could beat this special episode we were sent by Brody and Marianne themselves. Hey, we are so pleased the Cheap Seats are going to be back again in 2022 with Matt and Mich Michelle. Well done, Mel and Tim. And we have some great gift ideas, don't we, Brody? We do. I've got some mouthwash here to give to Timmy to wash out all the s**t and drivel that's coming out of his mouth this year. And I'm sending Melanie some Manuka honey so she feels comfortable in those sticky situations. Oh, choice, bro. Amazing. 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 <laughs> to find your nearest store, go to chemistwarehouse.com.au. I hear Tim's applied as a Christmas casual. Actually, you make a pretty good pharmacist. No, the drugs and stuff? Yeah, that and discount on hair products. A desperate. <laughs> yeah, A big thank you to Brody, Marianne, the whole team at Chemist Warehouse for being such great sports. And on behalf of Mel and I, can I just say, shop at Priceline. Shop <laughs> at Priceline. Give them all your business. Well, Mel, we're nearly out of time and we've reached the point of the show where it's time to announce our... Person of the Year. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> well, in a crowded field... The winner this year, a crowd favourite, a man who broke the biggest stories in 2021. Who are you going to call if your goldfish has a bloated bladder? Where do box jellyfish go in winter? If you've ever wondered how a turtle views the world, wonder no more. We're talking about wombats. From puppuccinos to pampering. Puppuccinos, eh? <laughs> Alrighty, you can catch our news anytime on the 7 Plus app. Or our page, sevenyears.com.au. <laughs> a reminder from Seven Years' is Rod Bruff on the danger of wrapping up too early. Thank you for your company, folks. Enjoy your weekend. And just a reminder also that you can watch a replay of our news on the Seven Plus app or you can catch up on our page, sevenyears.com.au. From all of us here, enjoy your weekend and we'll see you again on Monday. Good night. Well done, Rob Bruff. A big thank you to Rob Bruff for being such a great sport in 2021. And on that note, that's all from us for 2021. Thank you for your company, folks. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. And just a reminder that you can watch all our episodes now on 10 Play. A big thank you for watching us this year and to our amazing crew for getting this show off the ground. We can't wait to see you next year right here in the cheap seats. Good night. Good night. Yeah.